All right. Welcome to Military Reunion Network Radio. I'm Sharon Danachek, your host. And today we are headed to Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, Jessica, who is our uh, sales contact with Visit Omaha, has, has agreed to join us and tell us about all of the cool things that are happening and why uh, Omaha, Nebraska is such an awesome place to hold your next reunion. And I'm so thrilled that you're you're with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I have to tell you, I had a conversation with Howard Dobson with the USS Sam Houston uh, yesterday. He and I were emailing back and forth and I told him I was talking with you and he was just like, oh my gosh, best reunion we've ever had. So I just wanted to let you know that as we start. So welcome. Thanks for joining Thank me. You. Yes, thank you. And thank you, Howard, for all the kind words. You know, um, it means a lot. Those testimonials go a long way. Um, and obviously, we we absolutely love hosting military reunions in Omaha. And we, I think we have a lot to offer. And I love to show uh, reunion planners and their members um, what those things are. And they always end up falling in love with Omaha when they, after they leave us. So, um, makes makes my job very enjoyable when they walk away and have those have those perspectives so means we're doing we're doing good work then yeah absolutely how long have you been with with the tourism bureau so i've been with visit omaha for over five years so coming up on five and a half actually um yes time flies doesn't it um it does so i was in hotels prior to that um, I graduated from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln with a hospitality degree and went straight into hotels, um, servicing groups. So learned a lot about the behind the scenes of what goes on in a property and what, what planners need. Um, and then I took that expertise into the Bureau and um, just really love selling the city as a destination. I was born and raised in Omaha, so I absolutely I just have a passion for our city and everything that we have to offer. And it just continues to grow and surprise me year after year of what we have going on with our locals and our local stakeholders. And like I said, I think it's really special. So being able to share that gift with, with reunion planners and other meetings and events as well is definitely what gets me up in the morning. So. I think that your enthusiasm, because you have a very homegrown enthusiasm, as I do for uh, Snohomish County, where where I live, and it's infectious. It really is infectious when I watch uh, reunion planners talking to you at our, our past summit. It's just like, oh my gosh, she is so, I mean, genuinely excited about her destination. And I think that that shines through um, when you're talking with them and, and makes them curious and excited to to investigate further with with um, all the things that Omaha has Omaha has to offer you. So you've been working with military reunions for the last five years since you've been there, right? Or was this a yep. kind of an add-on market later? Nope, this has always been one of my markets. But obviously, when you start in a new position, it takes a little bit to learn that market. And there's a lot about the military market that's so different than every you know the normal meetings. So. Um, you know, it was a learning curve and also building those relationships takes time as well. So, um, but yes, been working with that market for about five years and have just come to love it because it's, and, you know, we were kind of chit-chatting yesterday about this call and, and I said, it's a family and it really is, you know, it's, it's so much more enjoyable because it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, military reunion planners are looking to experience a destination, not just looking at hotels. 
Um, and so the tour side of things is, is where I get my passion from um, as building those tours and showcasing different attractions while also, you know, making sure that we get the important things um, taken care of for the reunion and the programming and everything that they need when they are gathering once a year. But uh, making sure that camaraderie is, is first and foremost um, is something that I really focus on. So that's kind of my favorite part of working with military unions is making sure that that people come together and enjoy their time together, but also are able to connect with each other again um, year over year, but also connect with the city and, and take something away because we we explore different destinations um, to really learn about them and learn learn about those locals and connect with that destination and take that away with us back home. And so that we can always have that lasting memory. Um, so that's kind of what I've what I've seen with my experience with working with military reunions. I have to, I have to kind of dive into further your comment about it's such a different market. I have had so many salespeople say to me, this is the one market that they fight to hang on to. Um, when there, there is a conversation about a shift in market strategy or they, you know, they have a new person coming on and it's just like, nope, I've been working with them. Um, when you were talking about military, the military reunion market is so different. What are the things, um, that you have noticed, you know, more specifically, um, about this market or what were surprises to you? Yeah. So great question. Um, it's just it's just the coordination part and it takes a little bit you just need to slow down a little bit and i feel like in our industry and meetings it can be so fast paced and um so what i appreciate about the military reunion planners is it forces me to slow down and really look at the programming because you know the attendees aren't coming to to learn about a new topic or to network for business purposes. And so it's not as, let's say rigid, not as, you know, cut and dry of a meeting. It's, it's more of that personal relationships. And so being able to look at the details from a different light, um, through a different lens of how do we really foster connection? Um, because we're not focused on business, you know, we're focused on that connection between each other, but also that connection between um, the association or the member, you know, the, the reunion group and the destination. And so bringing, bringing everyone together under one, you know, umbrella when planning, it's, it's, it is different, but it, it, it takes a different, like I said, a different look and a different perspective on it. Um, because if you're just looking for that cut and dry, you know, turn and burn meeting, that's not what it is. You know, no. it, it takes, no. it takes a labor of love. And, and I love it when I get a call from the military reunion planner, because I just get to kind of sit back and, and chat. I get to talk to them you know, and so it doesn't feel like work at that point, you know, it feels like I'm, I'm building that relationship. And that's where that family element comes through, because I get to learn about their history and who they are, um, and hear their story, you know, and the story element is woven throughout the entire experience versus with just normal meeting planners and nothing against meeting planners, but it's more of that business relationship, you know, and so, yeah. Yeah. So with these, with this market, you know, I'd fight for it just because it brings life. It breathes life into my day. You know, yeah. I had a hotelier say to me a few years back, cause I asked that question to them 
and mm -hmm. they said, Sharon, the meetings industry is very transactional and military reunions are emotional. And Absolutely. so it's, it is, it is different. Um, and I, I, it's, I don't, I don't want to say caution, but I, um, alert salespeople when they start working with military reunions, say, you will be invited to the banquet. You will be invited to the events and go and, and enjoy the dinner. I mean, it's just, they're so appreciative of the connection and the work that you do to, to have the reunions be successful, that you, you should go and experience it because it's completely oh, different. Completely well, and different. It's, it's that it rewards, maybe not the right word, but um, it, it kind of is. I mean, you know, Howard Dobson with USS Sam Houston invited me to the um, banquet and this, I mean, we went back and forth. Our experience kind of bridged COVID. So we had been working together for several years on his reunion. And by the time it came to fruition, you know, I, I was so happy to just go and see everyone because it was post COVID um, and enjoy a good steak dinner in Omaha with them because we do steak best um, and get photos taken and just mingle, you know, and again, learn the stories because that's what keeps, that's what keeps everyone together is stories. Um, and so being able to connect with, with more than just Howard and beyond that and his, his members and see who he gets to work with on a daily basis or thinks about on a daily basis um, and his circle of friends um, was really special. And every group is different. And so being able to connect with them on that level is, is, um, is priceless. So yeah, I would, I agree with all of that. Like go to the banquets and yeah go on the tours with them if you can um i you know i always pop in and try to say hi or give them a gift and um like i said just really connect with them so um i always ask i always ask people when i'm talking to them on the podcast why um, you think military reunions are so important so i'm just curious to ask you that same question well and and really, you taught me why they're so important. I mean, I saw why they were important for my destination, but you really showcase and talk about um, your battle family and what that means for a member. And I don't think I fully grasped that picture until I, I became a member of Military Reunion Network. Of It goes so much further beyond what I'm able to provide. Um, you know, and, and different destinations really have to band together and just ensure that people are still meeting and they're still gathering because year after year after year, reunion groups are getting smaller, but the importance of getting that, those communities together is not getting smaller, you know, it's, it's growing, yeah. um, and making sure that just everyone knows that they're loved and cared for, you know, everyone needs that. I need that as, uh -huh. you know, in my stage of life, I still need that. So after knowing what everyone has been through in the, you know, in these reunion groups, of course they need each other. They need that support system. And if I'm able to contribute at all to making sure that that support system lives on and that they know that they have a family, they know that they have um, a community behind them, but they also have my support as well. I mean, it's just a small part that I can play you know, yeah. and the world, the world looks so different now, you know, our, my, my generation will never know what they went through, but if mm -hmm. I, if we can learn, you know, and appreciate what they went through and do our small part, 
um, I'm grateful for that opportunity. So I, they're, they're very important. Yeah, it, it's so interesting because as you get to know, I mean, you probably experienced this when you were um, with talking with the attendees that went through the Sam Houston, um, and it's 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 true across branches. Um, mm -hmm. They're so humble about their service. They're so humble about what experience they've had. You know, in talking in talking with a veteran that came to. Um, summit last year you know all of a sudden he says yeah you know um a bomb was detonated near me and i i lost a battle uh you know one of my battle family and and or he you know the the conversations they'll they'll just it, it's like they'll just kind of mention it subtly yeah, as you get and, to know and, them and it's, right. And that's so impactful for me when I hear that is that's heavy. That is some heavy stuff um, to experience and walk away from. Um, and so the fact that, like I said, if I can play that small part of just making sure that they're able to gather with people who have gone through that same experience and have that just common ground, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, I can't relate to that. I sadly I can't. You know, but what can I do is is I can support and I can help um, make sure that they're still able to meet and that they have the um, space to to have that camaraderie um, because they need people who have gone through that same thing. They need people to relate to. Um, and that's why, again, why it's so important that military unions continue to happen and that, you know, people like me and you and other destinations really foster those connections and do what we can is so that they're they're able to still know that they have people to turn to and talk to. Because yeah. yeah. like I said, I can't I sadly I can't relate, but there's so many people out there who can. And so making sure that that we make we foster those connections. I mean, I can't say it yeah. any better. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So let's let's talk about Omaha for a bit because I know that this is like your your second favorite topic after talking about <laughs> veterans and military reunions. So what's going on when you know when you when a when a reunion planner reaches out to you? What are like the the top things that you say we've got to check out while you're here checking out Omaha? Yes, well. I mean, Omaha's just gone through so many changes. It's a brand new city. So I, I really challenge those who maybe have been to Omaha, you know, in the last five or 10 years to really consider coming back because um, there's been $8 billion of development that has been going on in the city um, since 2019. So brand new city and just so many fun different elements for locals, but visitors alike. Um, and so I definitely would encourage reunion planners to check out what's new, but obviously we have the tried and true experiences. Um, we have our strategic air and space command museum. Um, we have our Offutt Air Force Base, um, which you can tour. I mean, you can spend a whole day there. You can have lunch with active servicemen, um, men and women, and, and really kind of go back to that and have that time to reminisce. Um, can you I know, stop you then, right there for just a yeah. second? Yeah. So what I just heard you say is, and this is a shout out to every single Air Force 
reunion, what I just heard you say is they can go to the Air Force Base and sit and have lunch with active duty Air Force. How cool is yeah. that? Yeah, and it's it's very affordable, but it's also, yeah, you get to you get to connect with men and women from a different generation who, you know, again, might not be experiencing exactly the same thing the reunion members have, but they can learn and they want to learn. They want to hear those stories, you know, and they have yeah. their own stories. They just, they might look a little different or sound a little different, but they have their own stories. And so being able to, you know, make that connection between generations, I think is so special too, yeah. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure that when an Air Force, or I shouldn't, I shouldn't limit it to Air Force, but when a brand, when a reunion goes to the Air Force base, I'm sure there's a lot of, well, our banquet's on Saturday night. You guys should come. There's a lot of invitations to, to come to uh, participate in the, in the main reunion. Yeah, but even, I mean, I participate in the tours. I, you know, I've gone to off at Air Force Base and popped on the bus with them and gone down into um, off at Air Force Base is kind of special. And we have um, a bunker that you're able to tour, which is where uh, President George Bush went on 9-11. And so going down in that bunker with the reunion members, you know, as a part of that group and hearing the questions they ask is just so intriguing, you know you have a tour, you have a docent, you have a guide who tells the story, but hearing some of the other Air Force stories or hearing where were they on 9-11 and what were they experiencing, you know, for that ex specific tour, you know, and what are their stories, but also what are their questions? I mean, we went into um, a room and just talking about what were the conversations going on in that room and who in the reunion group kind of had a similar position or saw similar things or was in charge of the, you know, master book or whatever it was. Um, it's just, gosh, it's fun. And it's just cool to hear and appreciate where every individual was or what they did to contribute to, you know, to our freedom over the years. Um, so it's, you know, beyond the going to the banquet, I love going on those tours as well because you kind of get to hear other other conversations and you get to see kind of different perspectives. Um, right. So that's that's right. also a really fun part. So um, we should talk about two additional things. The the first one mm -hmm. is um, your hotel partners. Let's talk about um, the wide variety of uh, hotel and accommodation options for military reunions um, when you come to. Omaha. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, another big part of my job, um, I talked about relationships is, is those relationships with the hotels as well and communicating what I learn at summit and communicating what I learn, um, when speaking to reunion planners of what they need from a, from a property, um, to, to really build those military reunion friendly hotel properties um, so that I'm going to be able to connect reunion planners with properties that that understand their business, that understand, um, you know, what they need throughout the programming side of things rather than the tour side of things, you know. And so we do have a wide range of different properties, different name brands, you know, Embassy Suites, Double Trees, Marriott's, Wyndham's, Holiday Inn's, um, where I have done a lot of that due diligence on the back end of, of talking to them about, 
you know, just the different hot buttons that I see through working with different military unions, whether that's bringing in your own food and beverage into the hospitality suite, you know, if that's still a hot button for them, or, you know, what does a banquet look like? And what does a welcome reception look like for them? Because it's not, it's not what a welcome reception looks like for a convention, you know? No, no. Um, and so we do, we have a wide range of, of properties. We have a wide range of locations as well, whether you want to be in the downtown area, which our downtown area is only four miles from our airport, or if you maybe want to be more in the heart of the city, central Omaha, um, where, you know, there's ample parking available and, but still close and has that walkability element of it, just not that walkability that's downtown, but you still get the option of shopping and, and restaurants and the like. Um, you know, I always work with, obviously we're gonna need bus parking for the days that we have tours, you know, and what, how does how does that factor into all of it, you know, for transportation when you're, you know, heading out for the day and experiencing the city. So I, we have a lot of options um, and they're all eager to work with reunion planners. They all know the business really well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you have your, you know, another hospitality term of Smurf managers who work that market, just like I work the market. And, right. and so they, they see it on a daily basis, but they're on the operation side of things. So they're really able to um, take care of reunion groups and give them the best possible experience. Cool. Um, I, I love that, that there are, there's such a wide variety of options um, available to them. Um, when you're talking about the hot buttons of bringing food and beverage into the hospitality space, uh, it is not as big a deal. I think for the last 10 years, I've been suggesting to military reunions to, to work with the hotels, to, you know, to, to be able to ask them if maybe if the hotel could provide, um, you know, food, beverage, and alcohol, and the alcohol would be at cost plus a dollar or, you know, so it, it, it kind of works out for everybody. They don't have to worry about going to buy cases of beer or, a, you know, right. You know, which is extra step for them. And so is. I appreciate you also educating them on that because, you know, then it's, I feel like a little bit of a win-win for the hospitality or the hotel partner and the reunion planner, making it easier on the reunion planner. It's one last thing on their plate, but also making sure that, that the reunion planner knows that they can have those conversations. They can ask the questions. It doesn't have to be, you know, do you allow me or do you not, you know, and it's a hard one or the other. You know, so I, I, I appreciate you, Sharon, um, really opening that door for communication uh, because that's the only way that we can we can really make sure that everyone's happy at the end of the day is if we have a conversation about it and we really work right. through what's important, what's really important. It's important. It's the budget. You know, it really boils down to budget. And so it's like, well, yeah. if the hotel meet you halfway, meet your budget and you're also getting what you need out of it. You know, it's a it's a good situation. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And budget for reunion planners means that they are spending the monies that they take in, you know, from the reunion registration um, and not exceeding that or, you know, if they're going to exceed it, minimally exceed it, but they're not trying to make money. This is not a... This is not a money maker. I mean, the military reunion planners, their job is to protect the budget of the attendee and the budget of the association. And they want to find partners like you 
that can help them achieve that goal. Because the whole goal is to keep it inexpensive enough for people, for as many people to attend as possible. I mean, why have a reason? Sorry, I cut you off. But what, yeah, exactly. Why have a reunion when you can't have attendees? Um, and, And I totally understand that. And you know what? The more attendees, the more people are experiencing my city. I mean, I want more attendees too. So being able to work with the reunion planner and make sure that we're we're creating such a successful registration process before the reunion even happens, you know, and through all of those questions, getting a room rate that is affordable, getting transportation that's affordable, tours that are affordable. I mean, it all goes into play. I mean, it, it really, it's all a different piece of the puzzle. Um, and so, yeah, it's really important for me to m- mitigate and to really um, help the reunion planners understand their negotiation power um, understand that they can have those conversations, but also be that support system for them throughout those conversations. Because I have the relationship with the hotel partners too. So being able to go to bat for them, I just need to know how to go to bat for you and what, what they need from me, you know, um, cause that's my job too, is to make sure that their reunion is ex- is as successful as possible. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so one of the questions that I always like to ask our destination and hotel partners when I'm talking to them on the podcast is, you know, what's the best time of year? You know, um, the military reunion season, if you will, is between April and mid to late October. So when when do you love to have reunions come to Omaha? Sharon, it's not more when to come, it's when not to come, um, those dates to kind of avoid in the city. And that would be, you know, the Berkshire Halfway Annual Shareholders Meeting is that first weekend in May. Um, And then May kind of then moves into graduation season and we do have some major universities in Omaha. So May's really not a great month for us. you know, and then we might have a window about the first two weeks of June, but then we move into our men's college world series tournament, which we host annually. Um, it's a baseball tournament. Um, and that's that second half of June. So really May and June are probably not the best dates to come to Omaha, but you know, that September timeframe, October, um, even April, May or April is good. Excuse me. We just, we just said why May is not good, but, um, April's a good month. And then, you know, July is great too, but July can be really hot for, uh, for Nebraska. And so just, just thinking about even just weather wise, um, I don't see a lot of reunions come in July because of that. So you're more than welcome to come, but it, it could be, it could be a hot one for us. So, um, you know, well, and that's I think, kind of what I was, I was going to say, you know, when it comes to weather, there's, there are some reunions that just really enjoy being together. They're not doing a lot of touring. They're not, you know, they might, they might go one day, but the rest of the time they're just hanging out in the hospitality space or they're, you know, they're, they're visiting in small groups over lunch and they're inside the whole time. And so if, if that's your reunion, you know, you could probably get a a great deal if you decided to come to Omaha in July. Absolutely. Because our hotels don't, you know, it's not really even a convention month either, you know, Mm -hmm. um, 
July 4th, oh my gosh, you can get super low rates if you come, you know, before or after July 4th, um, because that's typically a family holiday, you know, yeah. but then again, I understand that reunion planners have, have families, reunion members have families too. So, you know, also balancing their schedules of, of their summer activities with grandkids and whatnot. I understand that that comes into play with things, but absolutely rates are great in July. Um, and then September, October can kind of, you know, you can maybe compete with some other meetings because October can be a convention month. Um, so I would say really the best month would be September or April. Um, but as long as we're avoiding Berkshire Hathaway and College World Series, I can I can pretty much typically you know see and do that negotiation power on behalf of the reunion planner okay. to see if we can get the lowest possible rates. Um, yeah. But something that I always I always recommend to reunion planners is just being flexible with their dates. If we can give hotels two to three to four options, I can put together a spreadsheet and you can see where those rates land. And you're like, oh, okay, so for that specific property, they're really busy that weekend. But the weekend before you know, you know, they're giving me a really good rate and it's a steal, you know, so being flexible with your date options across a few weeks um, is always going to help um, the, the process as well. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and I'm super excited to be in Omaha next, next October. Um, it's going to be a super great um, reunion planner trip. And I know that they're gonna they're gonna really really enjoy it. So I really appreciate you taking the time, and um, joining us and talking about Omaha and all things military reunion. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Sharon. Um, I really appreciate our partnership and just the community that you have provided through Military Reunion Network. Um, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that the reunion planners know that that us as, as CBBs and DMOs are complimentary and we're just here to help however they need. If they've if they've got a well-oiled machine and have been planning reunions for years and don't need me as much, it's totally fine. I just want to make sure that that when they come into my city that they are taken care of with the utmost care. Um, and of course, I, I thank everyone listening for, for your service and what you have done to make this country free and a beautiful, wonderful place to live out our lives. So, And that ought to do it for another episode of MRN Radio. I'm Sharon Danachek again. Thank you so much to Jessica for joining us and sharing all things Omaha. We can't wait to see you in October. To our veterans, thank you so much for keeping your battle family together and your enthusiasm with keeping your reunions going. With that, we will see you next time.